0: Few things are more important than the collective health of our communities. For me, a healthy community looks like
1: a focus on wellness and equity in terms of optimal opportunities to meet the needs of individuals and families in those communities.
0: But neglecting community health can result in dire consequences.
1: Very straightforward,
2: the consequences are poor health outcomes among families and sometimes an entire community. And there's really no community whose health we can afford to neglect.
0: And later, discover a vital community health project underway in our community.
3: Being a participant, you help us help our community identify what factors affect the risk of severe illness or death from COVID
0: infections. Let's learn together all about community health inside this edition of CTSI Discovery Radio. Welcome to CTSI Discovery Radio. I'm your host, Brian Bellmer. CTSI Discovery Radio is brought to you by the Clinical and Translational Science Institute of Southeast Wisconsin. The CTSI is a consortium of researchers, doctors, scientists, and others representing eight institutions, including the Medical College of Wisconsin, Milwaukee School of Engineering, Marquette University, the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee, Children's Wisconsin, Freighter Hospital, Versity, Blood Center of Wisconsin, and the Zablocki VA Medical Center. The CTSI works collaboratively across all of our member institutions. Our mission is advancing health through research and discovery. Communities that are attentive to the collective health of its people are likely to be thriving communities. A strong focus on community health can help reduce health gaps and disparities caused by differences in race and ethnicity, location, income, education, social status, and many other factors. But what does it take to achieve such thriving communities? And what role does community health within healthcare care play? Let's ask some experts. Dr. John Moyer is a community health professor, pediatrician, and director of the Institute for Health and Equity at the Medical College of Wisconsin, who begins by first explaining, within the medical and clinical sciences, what exactly community health is.
1: I think about health, whether community or patients, is the holistic well being of people, mind, body, and spirit. And a really important element and mission at MCW is community outreach and engagement. And that, of course, becomes an important part of our academic medical center connecting with community to advance well-being.
0: For example, primary care medical homes like the
1: Children's Wisconsin Midtown Clinic, where I serve as a pediatrician. Community health and medicine is also preventive medicine and occupational health specialties. But other specialties that are focused around health promotion and disease prevention play a really important role.
0: We also sought expert insights from Dr. Stacy Young, Associate Professor, Department of Family and Community Medicine, Division of Research, and Interim Senior Associate Dean for Community Engagement at MCW.
2: Put simply, community health and medicine really prioritizes the determinants of health. That might include economic determinants, other social determinants, the physical environment. So it prioritizes different determinants of health and local health issues and also the organization of healthcare services to attain optimal quality of health.
0: In terms of individuals working within this community health space in medicine
2: include clinicians in primary care and also those that deliver care in other community clinics and public health professionals. So it's very broad in its focus, but specifically within medicine, it generally includes those that are in healthcare delivery.
0: Are community health and community medicine the same thing? Or are these two uniquely different areas of medicine and health care? Dr. John Moyer
1: view community health as the mind, body, and spirit perspective of a community group. And so that community group could be geographical. It could be an age group like seniors or gender, a focus around women's health. It might be a group based on sexual orientation like the LGBTQ community or a particular health condition like breast cancer community or people with diabetes. And of course, racial ethnic groups like African American, Latinx, but also hospital system patients as a group are community and health plan members. So thinking about community in terms of different sociodemographic characteristics helps us to have a broader perspective on it.
0: Whereas, by comparison... Community medicine to me is about the practice with community. The classic example is federally
1: qualified health centers that have a strong community orientation and mission and also community-oriented primary care medical homes that work closely with communities they serve to address health needs in upstream
0: ways. Dr. Stacey Young shares her own perspective on community health versus community medicine. In
2: both areas, the focus on the health of the community. So that's where these areas overlap. Community health can be quite broad. It includes individuals that focus on health and wellness amongst those in a given group. Community can include those within a certain specific age or age range, racial, ethnic, or religious group, or sharing a common gender identity. So the importance of thinking about community is not just geographically bound.
0: And she adds that while they're interrelated, the roles within community health and community medicine differ. The focus
2: for both of these areas, community health and community medicine, is on the health of the community. Those in community health can be of a wide variety of backgrounds. Those in community health can be researchers, scientists, teachers, policymakers, business owners, and community residents community medicine does share the same common interest, that of health of the community, but those in community medicine tend to focus their work on health care and health care delivery.
0: Then what are the main characteristics of a healthy community? Both Dr. Young and Dr. Moyer share their respective visions of what a healthy community looks like.
2: I think important to define a healthy community very broadly. So one way to think about this is about basic needs. Are people's most basic needs, clean air, water, food, shelter being met? So that's one way of thinking about a healthy community, the degree to which people have their basic needs met. A healthy community is also one in which people have access to every opportunity to thrive. We generally refer to this as health equity, where people feel safe, People have the financial means to support themselves and those in their care. They have adequate transportation and access to health care when it's needed. A healthy community is not just defined by the absence of illness or disease, but it's the presence of that which keeps people well and from harm when we think about a healthy community, it's what keeps people well and thriving.
1: For me, a healthy community looks like the approaches that we're taking at the Medical College of Wisconsin with Greater Milwaukee Foundation and Royal Capital in creating the Thrive on Collaboration, working with Harambe, Brewers Hill, Halyard Park neighborhoods to focus on wellness and thriving and equity in terms of Optimal opportunities to meet the needs of individuals, families in those communities. Another perspective is the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation County Health Rankings that helps us think about a healthy community in terms of social factors that affect well being, socioeconomic status, including education and jobs, housing and safe neighborhoods, our environment, and even climate change. And then, of course, health care, access to high quality services, including mental and oral health.
0: Next, our conversation turns to what the World Health Organization considers the three main focus areas of community health. First, the maintenance of health within population groups and communities. I think
1: the World Health Organization make a lot of sense in helping us understand community health. Maintenance of health of population groups and communities means preserving, sustaining, prolonging the assets and strengths we have in any community to be well. An example might be preventive medical visits, getting counseling services around lifestyle behavior for patients in a medical setting. That's a great reference
2: point defined by the World Health Organization. So the maintenance of health is ensuring that people have what they need for ongoing health and that there's consistent assessment of those needs over time. So maintenance really can be focused on, for example, healthcare that's delivered in patient-centered medical homes. So the focus in maintenance has to do with ensuring people have for ongoing health.
0: The second main focus is the protection of health of population groups and communities.
2: Now, protection focuses on minimizing risks and harms. So when we think about community health in terms of protection, We might think of things like workplace
1: protections, seatbelt laws. Keeping safe from harm and injury, things like immunizations and fluoride in water and laws that prohibit smoking in public spaces and restaurants. Those are community health approaches that protect. Those are
2: examples of policies that have been put in place across entire communities, groups, or within certain environments to ensure that people are protected from harm. And that's a component of community health.
0: And the third main focus of community health, according to the World Health Organization, the improvement of the health of population groups and communities.
2: Improvement of health focuses on addressing health outcomes Improvement is central to needs assessments, for example, in public health departments and hospital systems. So those that are focused on improving health are also examining needs over time and looking at ways in which that can be improved. That can happen at the public health level, but it can also happen within hospital systems, clinics, or other healthcare delivery
1: settings. So for example, the City of Milwaukee Health Department and our local healthcare systems like Freighter and Children's work with the Milwaukee Healthcare Partnership to gather information every few years, reflect on it, and set priorities in collaboration with one another. And that really helps us focus on efficient ways to improve wellness and fill gaps. And in medical practice, continuous quality improvement to improve safety, efficiency, timeliness, patient-centeredness, and importantly, equity of our medical programs and services.
0: Medical interventions that take place within communities include primary, or provider-to-patient care, secondary, or hospital care, and tertiary, or specialized care. Does community health focus on one or all of these categories of health care?
1: Community health has relevance to all of those levels of health care Community-oriented primary care focuses on trusting continuity relationships with the patients served by that group and a strong orientation to disease prevention, promoting health, treating acute illnesses, managing chronic conditions, providing care coordination with medical specialists, and needed community resources. Specialists also may be active in community health. For example, our Medical College of Wisconsin Cancer Center has community outreach and engagement that think about the community's well-being in preventing and treating cancer. And even our critical care teams may be involved in community health to prevent the root causes of emissions like gunshot wounds.
2: Community health really is most closely tied to primary care, that is healthcare that's delivered by a clinician in a health center. But it's still important for hospital-based care and specialized care to have a community focus. So community health can cross all of those different categories. Keep in mind the multiple factors that can influence health outcomes for people in a given community. For example, you might have care teams that work in an emergency department, but also they can ensure patients have appropriate follow-up care for full recovery and improved quality of life. So to that end, the work that they're doing may not initially be defined as primary care. However, the implications of what they do very much are tied to community health. So in a way, community health does cross all of those different areas.
0: Understanding the vitality of community health, what are the consequences of neglecting it?
1: Ryan, the consequences are really serious and concerning. It's not just about individual people, but we're all wrapped around by family, friends, and social support, our work our schools, our businesses and faith and other organizations. Community also includes public policies, programs and services. So our individual health depends substantially on these other levels. And neglecting community health directly adversely affects individual health. In particular, vulnerable communities need bigger investments for the well-being of our society at large. Very straightforward. The consequences are
2: poor health outcomes among families and sometimes an entire community. For example, if we neglect the importance of safe shelter, we risk having individuals and entire groups living in unsafe or unstable housing. And that absolutely affects health. And there's really no community whose health we can afford to neglect. So the consequences are not within one particular group. The consequences of neglecting community health really can have a ripple effect across
0: the entire groups. Communities cannot gain and maintain health from a sole source. So, who are the key collaborators in community health?
2: Health really does not come just from the medical or healthcare system. The healthcare system is not solely responsible for ensuring community health. So, other collaborators can include the business community philanthropy, policymakers, and just everyday people. Community health is one area in which any person can invest. Anything that people do in our society has the potential to create really beneficial outcomes for the health of our community. So the key collaborators run the gamut.
1: Community health partnerships include anchor institutions, in collective impact approaches. For example, the Medical College of Wisconsin with Greater Milwaukee Foundation in the Thrive On Collaboration. Second is the importance of finance through grants or philanthropic donations. The third is the vital role that nonprofit community-based organizations in the faith community play. And finally, government, businesses, and academic institutions. All of us working with common goals, we are in the best position to have significant impact.
0: And in the collaborative work of community health, there are shared goals among the collective effort.
1: Goals really should
2: focus on what are the expressed needs of a given community, and that's an area that we cannot overlook. Then a collective effort can focus on what changes need to occur and over what time period and also determining how do we know when we're successful and how do we know that we're meeting the needs within a given community. Those are the types of goals that should be as clear as possible in collaborative work. We keep asking ourselves those questions over time to ensure that we're successful.
1: I like the Donabedian approach to thinking about quality improvement and applying it to our community health approaches. So that's about structure. For example, the resources and assets we need to leverage to achieve our goals. The second is processes and really being clear who's going to do what by when. And then third, ultimately, is that outcome related to those goals. How do we measure health in mind, body, and spirit? And things that are important to people like living long and living well.
0: Along the way, major challenges and obstacles must be overcome that could prevent or endanger healthy communities.
1: Top threats to community health include the most deadly medical conditions, cancer, heart disease, COVID, also opioid abuse, violence, suicide, obesity, and diabetes. In addition, social isolation, housing and food insecurity, people who are uninsured or can't afford the health care that they need, and disparities in health care access and outcomes.
2: So when we see these disparities amongst any particular group, that's our signal that something is wrong and needs examination and possibly needs fixing. The challenges to doing that can include the cost of health care. It can also include getting various decision makers just to be in agreement and getting the buy-in of people in communities and organizations about what changes need to happen. And also the change doesn't happen overnight. It requires diligence, consistency, and investment of
0: time as a resource. But despite these challenges... Both Dr. Moyer and Dr. Young share examples of successfully overcoming them.
1: I'd like to highlight our Medical College of Wisconsin Advancing Healthier Wisconsin endowment. HW's invested $275 million in Wisconsin with impactful programs dismantling cancer, improving heart health, and supporting healthy minds. In addition, HW has pathways in research, education, policy and systems change. And finally, HW's done extensive work to address social determinants of health. That's a wonderful example of investments to sustain important health impacts.
2: I think the work of our three clinics and federally qualified health centers, these safety net clinics, they've really been critical to addressing challenges to achieving community health. These are places that are offering quality care for those that might be uninsured or underinsured or have other economic challenges, getting access to health care and working alongside health systems, health departments, and ensuring that people have their basic health care needs being addressed in different communities.
0: What is it about community health they're most proud of in achieving healthier communities? What I'm
1: most proud of is our MCW Institute for Health and Equity. Biostatistics is internationally renowned, designing studies and analyzing complex data in cancer care and many other clinical areas. Our epidemiology and social sciences team does community-engaged research in childhood trauma, substance use disorders, reducing cancer disparities, and our Bioethics and Medical Humanities Center offers important advice in complex hospital cases and for the ethical conduct of research.
2: I'm particularly proud that I work with colleagues at the Medical College of Wisconsin and across the entire state that have been dedicated to this effort for many years. My research and education colleagues are focused on eliminating health disparities. Our clinical colleagues take care of patients in our most vulnerable communities and also teach the next generation of physicians and healthcare care professionals. For example, we mentor medical students that run the Saturday clinic for the uninsured that's been running now for over 30 years.
0: Speaking of the next generation, what's the encouragement for anyone who might be considering community health as a career path?
1: Start with our MCW Institute for Health and Equity. We offer several graduate education programs in community health, from a doctorate in public health and a master's in public health focused on practice to a PhD in public community health and research. We have a master's in global health equity. We also have a PhD in biostatistics and a master's in data science. And there are other institutions locally and nationally that offer training in social work, occupational health, and other exciting community health career paths. The work within community
2: health tied to, say, public health or medicine is critical. It should be seen as the backbone of efforts to improve community health. But I also think community health is really for every profession. I think if more of us thought about our everyday lives and our careers as contributing to community health, it would be outstanding there are always going to be those areas that are traditionally defined as community health, but community health really is for everyone in all of the work any of us do.
0: If you would like to learn more about community health as a career or as a community member, there are resources available to gain more knowledge and insight.
2: Generally I would direct individuals towards the Wisconsin Public Health Association, the Wisconsin Association of Free and Charitable Clinics, the Medical College of Wisconsin Office of Community Engagement. Nationally, the American Public Health Association and the CDC, they also have lots of information on specific areas within community health for people to explore. And some of those national resources do a really nice job of breaking some of that down and people can go through and learn a little bit more.
1: Another is the Schools of Public and Community Health, the Medical College of Wisconsin, but also our colleagues at the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee Silver School of Public Health and UW-Madison School of Medicine and Public Health. And lastly, our federally qualified health centers. So in Milwaukee, we have 16th Street, Progressive Outreach and Milwaukee Health Services, and the Gerald Ignace Community Health Centers as wonderful resources, information about local communities and what to do to optimize well-being.
0: Finally, Dr. Moyer and Dr. Young want all of us to understand the importance of community health in creating, maintaining, and enjoying healthy communities.
1: I'd like everyone to appreciate how important social determinants of health are as being fundamental to community health. That means valuing and investing in education from affordable early childhood education that has the biggest impact on long-term well-being through college or technical school. means leading a personal healthy lifestyle, caring for our environment and promoting equity and justice for equal opportunities for everybody to be well and thrive.
2: Community health is important for every person to be able to thrive. When we prioritize community health, We show that we're invested in each person, in each family, in each community member, and ultimately that makes for a healthier community.
0: CTSI Discovery Radio is committed, and we hope you'll make a commitment to a healthier you and a healthier community in 2022 and beyond.
2: The key component is community. The community portion of community health is its people people need to feel and be invested in the health of every person. If we're not invested in that, which keeps people healthy, we'll continue to have discouraging disparities, poor outcomes, and other challenges. The single component for success really is the community itself to improve the health of each person. Because if we see all of ourselves in it, then I think it increases that buy-in as opposed to that affects other people, not me. Can I think of any person that I could not tie to community health. I don't know if I've been able to stump myself yet because there's a place in it for everyone. And I would hope it allows people to say, what role might I play to make somebody else's life better? And so I thank you for the work that you're doing with this program and getting that information out and doing it so well because you've got the platform. That's how we can work in collaboration. So thank you for what you're doing.
0: It's our pleasure. In the time we have remaining on today's show, we want to share information about a community health project underway in our community. It's called Fight COVID Milwaukee, and it's led by co-principal investigator Dr. John Moyer.
1: COVID Milwaukee is a Medical College of Wisconsin, Clinical Translational Science Institute project that aims to better understand how demographics, including prior COVID infection and vaccine status, affect a person's risk for hospitalization and death from the virus. We've created a state-of-the-art individual risk estimator and a group estimator that helps one appreciate the risk for life expectancy loss from COVID using confidential demographic information.
0: The Fight COVID Milwaukee project has three aims.
1: First, to measure how many Milwaukee County residents been infected with COVID-19. 20% of people in Milwaukee County have had a positive COVID viral test and the CDC estimate that more than 30% of people have likely been affected. Second, we want to gain a better understanding of the personal risks for serious COVID infection. And we know that elderly adults, black indigenous and people of color, people with chronic conditions like diabetes or immune problems, and even folks with housing instability are at much greater risk for hospitalization and death from COVID. And third, we want to inform decisions about ways to reduce personal risk of contracting and spreading COVID.
0: Priscilla Wallace, is the Fight COVID Milwaukee program manager, who tells us what makes this project an important community health initiative.
3: This study is important because it especially engages vulnerable communities that have had an extra burden of suffering from COVID, such as people of black, African-American, Hispanic, Latino, or Native American background. We also want to better understand how challenges like housing problems, food insecurity, and losing a job affect COVID risk and outcome.
0: And what makes participation vital?
3: Being a participant, you help us help our community to identify what individual and neighborhood factors affect the risk of severe illness or death from COVID infection, as well as the extent of antibody responses and infection and illness protection after receiving the vaccination. So help us help our community
0: fight COVID Milwaukee has a website
3: fightcovidmilwaukee.org not only will they find our project information but they'll also find the COVID individual risk estimator that gives estimates of their COVID risk based on the information they provide
0: we'll post a link on our CTSI website along with the podcast of this show but now we're all out of time for this edition of CTSI Discovery Radio. Our sincere thanks to today's guests, Dr. John Moyer, Dr. Stacy Young, and Priscilla Wallace. I hope you've discovered something by listening to today's show. And I'm doubly hopeful that you'll join us again next time. CTSI Discovery Radio airs the third Friday of every month, so make an appointment on your calendar and join us for each episode. On behalf of the Clinical and Translational Science Institute of Southeast Wisconsin and all of our affiliate partners and members, I'm Brian Belmer, wishing our communities happier, healthier days ahead. For more information about research or to listen to the podcast of any of our shows online and on demand, please visit our website at ctsi.mcw.edu. You'll also find it wherever you listen to your other favorite podcasts, including Amazon, Apple, Google, Spotify, and more. CTSI Discovery Radio is written, produced, and hosted by Brian Bellmer in collaboration with WMSE Radio. The CTSI and this program are under the direction of Dr. Reza Shakir.